Welcome to the Potter's Hour with Prophet Nanaseo Pukusakode, the senior pastor of the Well Prayer Center. Prophet Nase is passionate about God's people living a victorious life through faith, holiness, prayer, and fasting. And now, today's message. This is the I have a seizing word for you here this night because I believe strongly that God prepares his people for a blessing. Hallelujah. God prepares his people for what? A blessing. After this thing, when this thing play up and God turns things around, God is about to visit the church in a very special way. I was lying down this afternoon. God came to me with a word on a scripture I have read several times, but I never knew. And the foundation of my message is going to be based on that scripture. In the book of First Samuel, actually, it's in First Samuel, chapter number one and verse number five. It's just a, in summarization. It's a story between uh, Hannah and his rival who uh, uh, go to Shiloh to visit the Lord. And something happened. Hallelujah. The Bible said, from verse number 5, But unto Hannah, he gave a worthy portion, for he loved Hannah. But, 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 the Lord has shut up her womb. And her adversary also provoked her soul. So, it has to do with Penina and Hannah. But, I, I want to show you something from that scripture. It was this afternoon God gave me this word. I've never preached this anywhere before. Now, when Hannah went to the temple to preach in summarization, because I don't have too much time. Hallelujah. When Hannah went to the temple to go and pray, after Shiloh, everybody, benediction has been shared, and everybody is gone home. And according to the Bible, Hannah went there to pray. And it came to pass, the Bible says, as she continued praying before the Lord, that Eli marked her mouth. Eli marked her mouth. Eli is a prophet in charge at that time. Mark her mom now. Hannah, she's back in her heart. Only her lips move, but her voice was not heard. Are you following me at all? So Hannah was praying in the temple. The prophet was sitting somewhere, marking her praying. And the prophet concluded that the kind of prayer the woman was praying, she was a drunkard. Or she has drunk. Now Hannah spark in her heart. Only her lips move, but her voice was not heard. Therefore, Eli thought she has been drunken. And Eli said to her, How long would thou be drunken? Put away thy wine from thee. So the prophet came back and told the woman, that, How long will you continue drinking? Are you the only one looking for a breakthrough for a child? How long will you continue drinking? Now listen to me. I am going to talk about a certain attitude you must develop to make divine blessing. You didn't hear what I said. Somebody say attitude. A certain attitude you must develop. God showed me something in this scripture I've never seen in all my life. Then I was reading the scripture. The Lord told me that you know that Hannah could have had a certain attitude towards the prophet. Coming to church and praying. I standing there. And the way you are praying, talking to God in seriousness. I say you are drunk. If Hannah has not developed a good attitude, you could have even have a certain attitude towards the prophet or say something that could have provoked the prophet because you have never smelled any alcohol in my mouth. How do you conclude I'm a drunkard woman? Your attitude is very crucial for where you are going. Hallelujah. This whole thing that is playing, the devil is making sure that he's checking our attitude. Somebody say attitude. Our attitude has a lot to do with what happens to our life. 
I want to say that again. Our attitude has a lot to do with what happens to our life. I wrote a lot of things down in definitions for attitude. Somebody say attitude. Hannah could have said something to the prophet. Hannah could have insulted the prophet. Hannah could have said something that could have provoked the prophet. And remember, God told me, said that. If Hannah said something that provoked the prophet, the prophet couldn't have released the prophetic word. Oh, somebody said, thank you, Jesus. You didn't hear what I said. And now, the Bible said, and Eli said to her, how long would thou be drunken? Put away thy wine from thee. And Hannah answered and said, no, my Lord. Do you remember a woman in the Bible that was looking for a miracle for his child? And Jesus said that you don't take the children's bread and give it to dogs. You could have an attitude. And speak to Jesus in a certain way. And say, is it because a miracle I'm looking for you are calling me a dog? Hallelujah. I'm going to speak something because God told me to go and prepare his children for blessing. The next 48 hours, something is going to happen to you. A miracle door is about to be opened. Something you have never experienced before. Listen to me. I'm telling you, in the next 48 hours, impossibilities shall be made possible. I don't care how long your documentation has delayed. There shall be a manifestation. I don't care how long you are trusted God for a child. Somebody will be pregnant in 48 hours. Because God is about to do something in the life of his children. The enemy made it for evil, but God is about to turn it for good. Now listen, coronavirus or something, today God told me, it has already been defeated 2,000 years ago at the cross of Calvary. At the cross of Calvary. Jesus said, it is finished. It is finished. This thing that the devil has prayed and put fear in everybody was defeated 2,000 years ago. That is why I know it cannot touch you. I say it can never come near your dwelling. Just develop a good attitude. God told me, prepare the children for the blessing. Your attitude means a lot to God. You could have insulted Jesus. Can you come to church? Can you imagine you come to church and you are looking for healing for your child? And I said that you don't take the children's bread and give it to dogs. Can you imagine you come to church to come and worship God and the prophet say you are a drunkard? What will be your action towards the prophet? What will be your action towards the prophet? I am going to show you some things that most of the miracles and the breakthroughs and the visitation that are delaying in your life is because of your attitude. You must have even a certain attitude to walk by faith. It takes a certain genuine attitude to walk by faith. Thank you, Jesus. I felt somebody is about to be visited. I feel somebody is about to have a breakthrough. And Hannah answered and said, No, my Lord, no, my Lord. I am a woman of a sorrowful spirit. I have neither drank wine nor strong drink. Remember, he's a woman that was in bitterness. The Bible said that after that, Hannah went to drink, eat and drink, and his countenance was no more sad. It means that before then, Hannah was not eating. Hannah was not drinking. And Hannah has an attitude. But he was careful to answer the prophet. He said, my Lord, I've never taken drink. I'm a woman of a sorrowful spirit. I have neither drank wine or strong drink, but I have poured my soul before the Lord. Now I want to show you something. Count not your handmaiden to be a daughter of Belial, or don't count me to be somebody that is an unbeliever, but for out of the abundance of, the, of my complaint and grief I have spoken hitherto. May you move from complaint and grief and step into prayer. This is not the time for you to join them to say the unbelief they are saying. This is not the time for you to say the thing the word is saying. It's time for you to go to your, your closet and kneel down on your knees and talk to God like Hannah spoke to God. Because prayer changes circumstances and situations. I see your situation change. 
I see your circumstance change. Thank you, Jesus. Then, after he said that, Eli answered and said, you mean you are not drunk? I am paraphrasing it. You mean you have not taken alcohol? Now, it means that 40 something years of that prophet, prophet, prophetic ministry, he has never seen such a prayer. For him to see a woman pray and concluded that the woman was drunk, the prophet has never seen such a demonstration of prayer. May you pray a prayer this man that nobody has ever seen you pray that way before. May you do something that nobody has ever seen any child of God do it. And listen to what Eli said. Then Eli answered and said, go in peace. This is what you need. This is a good attitude you need for your prophetic word to be released. Hannah could have said something. What do you mean by telling me I'm drunk? What do you mean? Have you smelled alcohol in my mouth? You could have given the prophet a cheek. You could have said something that would provoke the prophet. The prophet could have walked out of him. But Hannah did the word that said, go in peace. And the God of Israel granted the petition that I was asked of him. It is that prophetic word that birthed Samuel. Somebody say attitude. Your attitude can make a difference between success and failure. The attitude you demonstrate can make a difference between your where you become successful and where you fail. Get it very clear. I am building up to show you something. Your attitude. Your attitude can make the difference between failure and success. Somebody say, Amen to Jesus Christ. God has never created everybody to fail. Once you cross over from darkness to light, you are made to be successful. God has not created everybody to fail. If only people could get their attitude right, things will fall in place. Attitude. I am talking about attitude. I want to borrow an American. I'm talking about your attitude. And you better change your attitude towards something. Somebody say hallelujah to Jesus Christ. Can I tell you this, man? Your attitude is much more important than you realize. It is much more important than you realize. Your attitude is much more important than you do what you realize. Many years ago, let me show you attitude before I continue. I went to preach somewhere. I've married maybe not too long, two, three years ago. I didn't go with my wife. I didn't go with Lady Ivy. And when I was coming, I was very hungry. Those days, I used to have the practice of not eating until I finished preaching. So I finished preaching. I was coming from somewhere and I passed through a cell shop to buy something. When I got there, when I got there, there was a lady that was selling. So they were almost about to close. They left it about five minutes. So I ran and said, Madam, I'm very sorry. I want to pick just a drink. So I went to the fridge and picked a drink. And he said, he said it in our candle. He said, Kratty, we don't have time for you. And we are closing. And I said, I beg you. So I finally took that. When I went there, I gave him a certain note. I don't remember. He said, you, we are closing. Look at the money you have brought. I don't have a change. Now, while she was talking to me that way, there was a lot of money was packing because they were closing. And when they were closing like that, they tried to just, just I don't know what they call it, just balance the account or something. So there were a lot of money. He said, I don't have change. I don't have change. Go and put the thing down and go. And so I dropped the drink down, put the biscuit down, and I left. I left. I left. I went there after a month or so to go and preach in a church. And when I went there, I finished preaching and the pastor came to me and told me that, prof, there is a girl here that is coming, he's, he's crying, he has cried so much. I'm asking her why she's crying. He said that whatever is happening to her, she wants to come, she wants his pastor to lead me to me to come and make a confession. 
So he came. And I said, oh, why, why are you crying? I, I even thought that what I preach, I've said something that has, maybe I'm not supposed to say, or I, you know the way we preach sometimes, we just step on people's toes and all kinds of things. Hallelujah. And so I, 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 I didn't really know what it is about. But he came back and said that, you don't remember, I am the lady who sell at the shop. At the shell shop. That you came there that day and I have a certain attitude towards you. He didn't know I was a man of God. He didn't know I was a pastor. He treated me in a certain way. I went to his church to preach and he was an usher. And when I get it, the Holy Ghost started dealing with her. So he has to come. I said, oh, I've even forgotten about it a long time ago. I realized that I forgave her, but she couldn't forgive herself. Attitude. Attitude. In the midst of what is happening, what are you saying? In the midst of what is happening, what is your attitude towards God? And what is your attitude towards men? This should determine the visitation that is coming to you. Somebody say hallelujah to Jesus. Can I say something to you? Your attitude is much more important than your education. Oh Jesus, I wish I can repeat that again. I say your attitude is much more important than what? Your education. I even tell people, I say that if you're a woman, your beauty can take you to marriage, but your character must keep you there. It has to do with attitude. The Lord spoke to me to come and tell you that there is a blessing coming after all the tumor and the fear. But the people with good attitude are the people that will enjoy the blessing. May you not miss a divine visitation because of a wrong attitude. I say you will not mix a divine visitation because of a wrong attitude. How many young ladies has mixed a promising man because of attitude? How many young men has mixed a God-given woman because of attitude? If you don't have a good attitude, you can marry a gift of God and not recognize that it's a gift of God. I am dealing with your attitude. It takes a good attitude to walk by faith. It takes a good attitude to be prayerful. It takes a good attitude to be a committed church member. Shout hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah. This morning, the Lord told me something this afternoon. He said that your attitude is much more important than your past. Because your past does not determine your future. God will not consult your past to determine your future. It doesn't matter what you have done in the past. If you have a good attitude, you will sit with kings. You will eat with princes and sit with kings. Somebody say hallelujah to Jesus. I say your attitude has everything to do with where you are going. We serve a living God. Anything from your background that is making you develop a wrong attitude. I cast that thing to die in the name of Jesus. Sometimes you pick it from your background. Sometimes it's coming from your father's house. Sometimes it's coming from your mother's house. Sometimes it has to do with where you are coming from. Your attitude will not disqualify you. My goodness. My goodness. My goodness. May the Holy Ghost sanitize our attitude. You need a spiritual sanitizer. And may he sanitize your attitude. That is what you need. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Somebody say attitude. Ah, hallelujah. Your attitude is more important than your beauty and your handsomeness. Oh goodness, I want to say that again. I am building it over somewhere. What is your attitude in this challenging time? Listen, in this time we are going to, some people are behaving like they are not Christians. Prophet Nana Sayopukusakodia will be right back. Man can live without food for 40 days, without sleep for 12 days, without water for 6 days, and without oxygen for 5 minutes. But how long can man live without prayer?
God said, my house will be a house of prayer. The World Prayer Center, Porter City, Mutual Pram Pram. And now, back to Prophet Nanaseo Pukusakode. Attitude. God is watching a lot of attitude from heaven. Some of them are not talking. Your attitude will let you talk like an unbeliever. Your attitude will let you talk like you are not a child of God. In fact, your attitude will let you behave like God has never done something for you before. It is easy to forget. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Anything in you that is trying to betray your attitude and cause you to miss your visitation, it comes under divine judgment right now. It comes under divine judgment. Divine judgment. People are behaving like they are not Christians. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Let me tell you something. The Lord spoke to me and said, that, son, the devil planned this thing and executed it very well. It is not the virus. It is the fear. The fear. He has captured nations with fear. He has captured communities with fear. And now he's bringing the fear to church. God forbid. We refuse to fear. Because God has not given us the spirit of fear. He gave us the spirit of power. He gave us the spirit of love. He gave us the spirit of sound mind. Shout, I refuse to fear. Attitude. Attitude. I'm telling you. Your attitude has everything have to do with where you are going. Your attitude. Forget about your past. Everybody has a past. Whether your past is good or bad, forget it. Because God will not consult your past to determine your future. I am preaching to somebody that will hear me. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you have done in the past. God will never consult. One day, I, I read the Bible. I took my time. I, I don't remember how, how long it took me. Maybe a month or less than a month. But I read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. And when I finished, I concluded that God has never used perfect people. So you don't need to be perfect for God to use you. No. Apostle Paul was a killer. Abraham has his own weakness. Even speaking to God face to face, he went to sleep at his house head. What are you talking about? Jacob was a supplanter. He has an encounter with God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Huh? Jacob was an encounter. Today, God showed me something about Apostle Peter. Apostle Peter. Peter has a wrong attitude. But he was a broken man. Jesus. Jesus. I'm coming to you from Fair Studio in Porter City. Something will happen to you. And then so be you. Coronavirus Coronavirus is not a battle for a president. It's not a battle for world leaders. It's a battle for the Lord. And because God has never lost a battle, 
We are going to overcome this thing. I'm sorry for those of you that don't understand the Ghanaian and the G dialect. But sometimes when I get there, then I just want to switch to my mother's tongue. What we are trying to say is that the battle is the law. The battle is the law. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. For the colonial values you have seen yesterday, you will see hands off again no more. I release a prophetic word. I release a prophetic word. I release a prophetic word. The virus you have heard, the fear you have seen, you will see it hand forth again no more. Tomorrow by this time. Come into your presence. There is something that makes me this is my I feel the presence of the Lord all over from the studios. All over from the studios. The Lord is changing your life right now. There is a visitation coming to you. Get this in from the United States, from the United Kingdom, from Europe, from Ghana. Whatever you are watching me from, may there be an encounter for you right now, whatever you are. Listen, the battle is the Lord. The battle is not for any governor. It's not for any president. There was a rest in front of them. But God told the Moses, go forward. Go forward. Coronavirus, we are going forward. You cannot stop us. You cannot stop the church. You cannot stop God's people. Victory belongs to Jesus. I feel some unusual anointing proceeding over the place. If you are sick in any part of your body, I curse that sickness to die right now. I rebuke that thing right now. Next year by this time, you will be carrying your twins in your hand. You will be carrying your triplets in your hand. Weeping has endured for a night. But joy is coming tomorrow by this time. Listen, listen. This coronavirus we are dealing with, that has put fear in the whole world, it was conquered 2,000 years ago. Ah. For this purpose, the Son of God was made manifest that he would destroy the works of the devil. He said, I give you authority. You will tread upon serpent and scorpion. And how many, over how many powers of the enemy? All the powers of the enemy. I said, this thing was conquered. Listen, we are not supposed to fight the devil. We are supposed to enforce his defeat. When Jesus was ascending to heaven, he left us a permanent defeated devil. Just develop a good attitude. Attitude. In the midst of all this, God is watching your attitude. God is watching your what? Your attitude. Expect a breakthrough. Expect a blessing. Hannah could have insulted the prophet, but he has a good attitude. I pray that the visitation that is coming, you will not be left out. Do you know that you can be employed in a very good job and your bad attitude will send you out of the job. Hallelujah. Yes. Bad attitude. Amen. Bad attitude. The Lord gave me this word this afternoon. He gave me this word. 
He didn't even give me scripture. He said, go and preach about attitude. And gave me this one. Hallelujah. Jesus tested people's attitude. He said, woman, you don't take the children's bread and give it to dogs. That is the last straw that break the back of the camel. He could have gotten angry and went out. But he said, I know. I understand it. I have a revelation. The dogs, I'm not trying to eat from the dining hall table. The dogs can eat the crumb. Jesus said, oh woman, great is your faith. Better attitude. Hallelujah. Sometimes it's not your wife that is wrong. Check your attitude. No. No, everybody cannot be wrong for you to be right. It's not possible. It's not possible. How many women have you married? How many women have you married? Everybody cannot be wrong for you to be right. I am preaching to you. Check it. Check your attitude. Your attitude is more important than your past. I say it's more important than your beauty and your handsomeness. Oh, I want to add this one. This one is a blast. Your attitude is more important than your money. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh. I say your attitude is more important than your money. Get it from me straight. Get it right from me here straight. Hannah told the prophet, I have poured my soul before the Lord. And the prophet said, you mean this is prayer? May the Lord grant thee thy petition. If he had a wrong attitude towards the prophet, the prophet could have walked away with the prophetic word. You will not miss your visitation. You will not miss what God has packaged for you from heaven. Don't talk like people are talking. Don't behave like you are not a child of God. Because in this time, all the devil wants you to do is to have a bad attitude. To behave as if you don't serve a living God. To behave as if your God is dead. To behave as if your God is impotent. Can I tell you this? He's a divider of the Red Sea. Your attitude is more important than your skill. It's more important. It's more important. The skills you have. Your attitude is more important than your skill. I'm telling you. I, I, I'm telling you, I used to have two mechanics. One of them was not too good, but he was a very nice guy. I, I, I mean, his attitude towards you, even if your car is not spoiled, you just want to drive it to his workshop. The other one is careful, but has a wrong attitude. Check this thing I'm talking to you. This is one of the best messages you hear in this season. Because this year, you must not miss your visitation. Yes, attitude. Somebody say attitude. Ha. Huh. Your attitude gives you value. It's not your makeup. It's not your lipstick. No. No. You can miss Bobby Brown plus Melikay and Mark. It doesn't change anything. Hallelujah. It is your attitude that gives you value. That is why when you are going to have a job, there is a panel that interviews you. Sometimes the way you walk there will determine whether you will be employed or you will be fired. Or they will not accept your, your whatever your interview. I, I was asking a man about interview. He said that, Prof, it's not even academic excellence we watch. The way even you walk towards us can determine. He said, we check a lot of things before we look at your certificate. The way you talk. Hallelujah. Your attitude reflects who you really are. It reflects who you really are. I say your attitude reflects who you really are. 
your attitude reflects who you really are. Whether you are a pastor or a bishop, God is not a respecter of persons. Get a right attitude and you will surely be blessed. I say get a right attitude. Your attitude is your identity. It is a trademark. Your attitude is what? Your identity. So when you are walking, you don't need to bring your ID card. Your attitude is your ID card. That shows who you are. Hallelujah. When you get to a place and stay in the compound and you leave, what do people say about you? Your attitude is your identity. Do you know how many people, because of bad attitude, they've destroyed the kingdom of God? Do you know what people, the harm people have done to the kingdom because of attitude? Do you know the harm people have done? I pray that from today you repent from bad attitude. In fact, I wrote something here. Life itself is a battle of attitude. So when you come to life, all you are fighting is attitude. You either have a good attitude or a bad attitude. <laughs> one day Jesus said something. He gave a parable. He said, certain man has two children. He asked one, go and do something. He told his father, you go. And he didn't go. And he asked another one, go. He said, you. the other one said, I will go. And he didn't go. The other one said, I, I will not go. And he went. Which one did the will of God? Both of them is a battle of attitude. Attitude. If you will go, why did you say you won't go? And if you won't go, how did you say you will go? Attitude itself is a battle. I say your attitude is your identity. It can take a beautiful lady to a matrimonial home. It can make a young man marry a promising woman. How many men? I was in prayer. The Lord told me a lot of men has married women. They don't know what God has put in them. I was in the presence of the Lord told me, he gave me a prayer point. He said, I want to give you a prayer point. I said, what is it? He said, pray that you will see people the way I see them. Thank you for joining us on the Porter's Hour. We believe you've been blessed with today's message. Join us same time tomorrow for the continuation of this message. To order for this message and other messages by Prophet Nase Pukusakode. And for all inquiries, call these numbers. Plus 233-274-009933 or plus 233-242-472655. Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website www.portercity.com. Location Plot 16, Mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana. We invite you to worship with us at Potter City, Mutual Pram Pram Road. Weekly service, Tuesdays, intercessory all-night meeting, 11 p.m. to 4 a.m. Wednesday, teaching service, 5.45 p.m. to 8 p.m. Thursday, breakthrough hour, 10 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. Friday, mega all-night service, 10 p.m. to 4.30 a.m. Sunday morning, empowerment service, 8.20 to 11 a.m. God bless you. Yes,